What's up ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Good, The Bad and The Stupid. It's Wednesday the 27th of January. Hope you're well. It's Wing It Wednesday. Wednesday's the day where I don't bother reading any of the newspapers and I try and wing it, <laughs> try and get away with it. So it's either the best one of the week or it's the worst one of the week. You decide. But um, generally, it's pretty much what I do every day anyway, but I officially do it on a Wednesday. Um, it's almost like a lazy day for me. And now I don't have to do the videos. i tell you what, I'm fucking kicking back. I'm sitting here with a big spliff t-shirt on with my hair rollers in no makeup well i put i've put a lot of makeup on i'm painting my face like the joker uh the batman i'm doing it all i'm just playing up so i don't have to because i don't have to do the video it's almost like a uh um what's it called you know when you go into school with it where you don't have to wear a uniform and you can wear what the fuck you like which is uh the worst is when the kids who get exposed, especially on the Kansas State, they get sent in with the school clothes anyway because that's all the fucking gut. So unfortunately, that's the shame. But um, you know, uh, it's always it always was a good and work. I tell you what, there was nothing better at work when you could wear whatever clothes you wanted, and it didn't happen very often. When you didn't have to, I used to hate wearing a shirt and tie and, and trousers. I actually quite like it now, funnily enough. But to have to wear it every day to work. <clears throat> I just it just bugged me. You just feel uncomfortable, especially if you got soaking wet, pissed down the rain on the way to work, and you got to sit in them wet shirt and tie and trousers. No, I want to sit in my onesie at my desk. I want to sit in a onesie that looks like Scooby Doo at my desk. <laughs> so uh, you know, it doesn't really matter, did it? Especially when you were working in an office where there were no customers coming in, but they had to give you you know you had to act or look professional. It didn't matter if I looked professional or not. I was late every single day. I used to do the work wrong. I was the worst worker there. So uh, anyway, it's not about me. It's about the news. Stop getting me sidetracked. This is what happens on a Wingate Wednesday. Um, but I'm going to say people like screen baddies. I, the reason I said about the Joker earlier is because I got a picture of him here. I've subliminized by my own my own uh, cuttings here. But I've got a picture of uh, the Joker. And uh, the, the the piece in the paper is uh, people who like screen baddies are a bit villainous themselves. Uh, well, you know, we like the screen baddies when they're not like, they don't like fucking Freddy Krueger. Anybody who likes Freddy Krueger or Jason, uh, I like the way that they kill people. Don't get me wrong. It's quite entertaining. That's what's entertaining about the Halloween films. Isn't it? How are they going to kill him this time? I wonder if he's going to fucking chop his head off or, you know, put that arrow. And when he was the one film I saw recently where he shot an arrow and it went through two people's heads at the same time. It's quite clever. But, like, you know, you can't really like them or really sort of, you know, really enjoy them that way. But you've got to like the Joker, isn't he? Joker's my favourite baddie out of all of them anyway. Always has been. Since the very early, uh, I'm not just trying to uh, get on the bandwagon of the last one. I like the Joker from the 1960s one with Adam West and Bert. What's the other guy's name? Adam West and uh, uh, Adam West, anyway. And the other guy that were fucking spandex stuffy and they were shagging at all the women in the 60s. They had the best gig of the lot, didn't they? they everybody was into Batman and Robin. They were the rock stars of the 60s, apart from the rock stars. <laughs> Anybody wanted to see Jimi Hendrix and fucking Batman? Uh, anyway, they like to see fucking. If Batman could play the guitar, but he didn't have to do it. He didn't have to do any more, any more, to get the women. He already had the fucking women. There's some stories about them having like proper, proper parties. Bert, somebody, 
Adam West and Bert somebody. That uh, was Robin. Anyway, sun-starved Brits say they would choose going away over holiday. Sun-starved Brits say that they would choose going away on holiday over boozing. One in four would happily quit alcohol in return for a break. Well, that's what they're saying now. They're thinking you're going to offer them a free holiday, that's why. And then when you get on, when they get there, they go, yeah, no, it's all right. I won't have a drink. I'm like, no, I just, I just want the holiday. As soon as they get there, they're fucking sprinting straight to the first bar. <laughs> straight, that's the first thing they're going to be. They're not, not a single Brit in this country would be going on holiday without boozing. Not unless they're teetotal already. Nobody's going to go on holiday. On a free holiday, when they drink naturally, just because it's a free holiday and then not have a drink. That's a fucking chore, that is. I'll be watching everything on holiday. Everybody on holiday is drinking. Every bar you walk past, even in the breakfast, everybody's having a pint or something like that. You can't get away from it. They ain't going to do it. They're just going to go, right, cheers for the holiday. See you later. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, off for a, I'm off for a pint. You never trust a fucking Englishman. They might smile and give you, give you, you know, they might have a cheeky smile and all that, but... Deep down, they're all going to turn you over. They're all going to fucking, especially when there's a, um, a chance of like, you know, getting something for free, and then they do what the fuck they like. I know that's what I'd do. Anybody wants to offer me a free holiday, go right ahead. Make sure I, I'll go. I'd rather I'd rather stay at home and booze. So do it that way. If that's if that's the two options, anyway. Um, I'm not going to. Captive elephants. Captive elephants have less fat than the average human. Captive elephants have less fat than the average human. Well, is that because they're not, they're not feeding them? That's, they're obviously fucking treated badly. Anyway, if they're captive elephants, then they're not going to be... Well, in zoos and that, that's not too bad. But I'm a bit, I think in circus elephants and all that, they don't treat them right, do they? How can they possibly feed an elephant right? These, you know, the circus people and that. They just don't... They don't, they don't they, they, don't have enough money to go around. They must feed the fucking elephants on a load of crap. I think the elephants are getting what they get in the jungle or or in the natural habitat. No chance. But so I can I can get that. But the average human is fatter than fucking most things anyway. You look at any animal, any animal in the wild, they haven't got any fat on them. Only humans have got fucking fat on them. <laughs> any humans in the wild? Any tribes people? None of them have got an ounce of fat on them. Look at them in Africa. Zulus. Um, look at the Amazon, 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 Amazonia. <laughs> in the Amazon jungle. All the tribe, Any of these uh, natives. None of them have got a single bit of fat on them. And that's what happens. There's only Western society that's fat. Because that's where we eat all the crap and the shit and the fucking nice crap. Nice shit. The junk food and all that. So it ain't hard to say that a fucking human's got more fat on them than an elephant's. They got more fat on them than a fucking. We're trying to think of a fat animal now. What is a fat animal? They got more fat on them than fucking Jabba the Hutt. Anyway, half of them. Jabba the Hutt was modelled on probably someone who was extremely fat. I bet I'd like to know who who, who the person was thinking of. You imagine that, that was my mum. That was my fucking big fat mum. Used to sit in front of the TV with the big bulging eyes. Just fucking scuffing, stuffing shit into her mouth, and that reminded me. And that was the, um, that was my inspiration for Jabba the Hutt. Could be. Um, what's up? Where, where we go? Oh, Elizabeth Hurley's getting the uh, 
Elizabeth Hurley's getting a lot of shit at the minute for some photos that she's had done. And the photos, I've got to admit, they're pretty racy. And I'll tell you what, she's 55 and she's fucking amazing for 55. There's a lot of 25 or 35 year old uh, women who'd be looking at them going, fucking hell, I look 10 times older than her and 10 times fatter because all I do is, all I do is sit in front of the paper, uh, in front of the news, into the soap operas, in front of the soap operas, stuffing my face, trying to look like Jabba the Hutt. But she looks amazing, I've got to say. Now, these photos might be airbrushed. I'd imagine they might be a little bit, but she's got a fucking great figure. Uh, let's not go on about it too much, Wayne. You're looking like you're, uh, you know, you, you, your eyes are bulging like Jabba the Hutt yourself. But no, um, but everyone's getting on because... was it A son, a son usually takes her photos... And they're quite, like I said, they're quite sexy photos. And like, she's getting her son to take the photos from with them. So she's obviously got quite a relaxed relationship with her son. But everyone, I think Piers Morgan was dissing her about it. So she said, like, no, actually, uh, well, she's come out and said that it wasn't my son taking the photos. Actually, it was my eighty-year-old mum. <laughs> so he said that's even more, even more creepy. Which uh, it is a little bit weird. I've got to say, to say the least, it's uh, you know your eighty choice between your eighty-year-old mum or your fucking sixteen-year-old son taking probably some of the racist photos that you could you could take without being completely nude. You know, but then again, it doesn't really matter. The photos are very good. If anything, they're fucking great photographers, if you ask me. So <laughs> keep at it. Whatever you're doing, it's working. If that's what if that's what gets you in a racy look, then whatever works. But I'm free. I'm quite good. At, I'm quite good with the camera as well. Uh, she's not going to hear this in this podcast, but uh, you know, I'm up for. Uh, if you want a less creepy situation, how about calling me? In? Anyway, we can dream. We can but, uh, but we can but dream. The jobless rate... Oh, I should have done this one first. More of a serious note. The jobless rate has soared to its highest level for over four years. 830,000 workers uh, are out of are unemployed. It's fucking shit, isn't it? I'm going to tell you what. It, it's just terrible that everybody's getting wiped out. All the jobs. Everyone's having to fucking beg for money and fucking... You know, try and do jobs that are way, way, way below... Not that it fucking matters, way below what they would usually do, but I'm, I think the, 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 it's brave of them to just say fuck it and just go. Oh, I'm going to go and do work for Tesco's. I am going to do delivery drivers. I'm going to do whatever it is to get fucking money. If I'm in the shit, I'm going to do something about it. I'm not going to sit home and fucking cry or moan about it because, unfortunately, it is on you. Because nobody's going to help you if you can get the loans. But I saw some one guy yesterday who set up a business an IT business, a month before the, the lockdown happened in March. Set it up a month before we had about fucking 50 grand worth of business booked. It was ready to fly. Anyway, his business went bust and he's fucking... All the business... He didn't get any of the business and he ain't entitled to any uh, benefits and he ain't even entitled to the, universe, the basic credit, the universal credit. He can't get fuck all. I, think I felt so sorry for him, I tell you, but he... Uh, He'll survive, but you know a lot of people are really struggling, and it just reminded me of the uh, in the eighties because it was all like that back then when it where UB forties, fucking brilliant song. Well, I think it's their best song that they've ever done. One in ten, they should be playing that. That could be straight to fucking top number uh, number one in the charts. One in ten by UB forty, and it'd be very fitting. But and they should don't yeah, they should bring it out, put it on, and donate all the money to fucking people who can't get the universal credit from the government. There you go. 
I'm sending that signal out to UB40, fellow Brummies, send it out to Ali Campbell. Come on, let's send it out on the on the jungle drum. Someone pick it up. Maybe I should put it out on Twitter. Right, last one I'm going to do. Is it the last one I'm going to do? We're getting there. I'm trying to keep them short and sweet. Tommy Tommy Cooper once threatened to knock John John Lennon out. This is something that you think about in a dream. This is like a dream type thing, a weird, odd thing to happen. But Tommy Cooper it was going to th knock Jen, John Lennon out because he, uh, he insulted his wife at a party. It's crazy that they're both be at the same party, isn't it? John Lennon and Tommy Cooper. But Tommy Cooper was a fucking top of the pops when it really comes to comedy. He was top top man at the time. He's hilarious. But uh, I would have thought that would have got on, but clearly not. John Lennon was obviously pushing a few buttons and pissing people off. He must have been off his nut. But yeah, I'm glad that they didn't because they're two of my, uh, two of my, you know, two local legends, isn't they? Well, two legends, local legends, as in like you know, not your fucking mainstream posh Londoners. These Scouse and, uh, and Tommy Cooper was northern, wasn't he? I can't remember where Tommy Cooper was from now. I forget. But they're. Uh... <laughs> it would have been a funny story though. John Lennon would have probably fucking come out and told everybody that as well. He said he fucking knocked me out. He knocked me out. He did. Tommy Cooper, sing a song about it for the Beatles. Me, George, Ringo and Paul. We're going to get something out of it. If I've got to have a broken nose by Tommy Cooper, we're going to have a number one hit off the back of that. Right, last one I'm going to do. That should have been the last one. Is, what is it? The Scots hijacked their iconic national dish from the English. They nicked haggis from us, apparently. Well, they nicked haggis from the English, which is like, I've never heard of. I've never tried haggis, but um, it's fucking awful, isn't it? In a bag, pretty much. I don't, it doesn't sound too nice, and I don't eat meat anyway, anymore anyway. But good if they did nick it. I mean, we, our food ain't up to much anyway, so I wouldn't be surprised if it come from here. But if they did nick it, good, because we nicked fucking everything else off them. We nicked, you know, we nicked the fucking country off them, didn't we? <laughs> pretty much. We nicked everything, uh, you know, we've done a lot of damage to Scot Scottish people in Scottish, in Scottish history um, so the least we can do is give them a fucking Aggies or two and, uh, and not complain about it if anything um, so there we go Haggis just sounds like a Scottish word it must have been called something else I've not read the re the, uh, the receipt I've not read the uh, what it was called maybe uh, I should have done that Maybe I should have read that one, but it probably can't have been called Aggies. That's 100% a Scottish word. They must have changed it and made it their own. Good on you. One day you might take your country back and do it in style rather than these referendum stuff. Just come down here, cross the border, do it fucking Braveheart style, over the wall. <laughs> Not that there is a wall. Over Adrian's wall, maybe. And come down and take, take back what's yours. And take beans on toast with you as well while you're there. Right, I'm going to leave it there and do another one tomorrow. See you later. Bye.